This is the Bartender Journey Podcast. It's the Bartender Journey Podcast number 284. My name is Brian Vincent Weber. Thanks for listening. This is the podcast that talks all about cocktails and bartending and spirits. And today we talk about cocktail photography with professional food and beverage photographer Anthony Nader. His company is called 52 Chefs. He's a lot of fun. I was lucky enough to be invited to his seminar recently that was specifically about taking great photos of cocktails with your phone. It was sponsored by Avion Tequila. Thank you very much for that, Ms. Veronica Shaparo. It was at the rooftop bar at the Park South Hotel in Manhattan which is an awesome place if you ever get a chance to go. Bar Methods was going on while I was there at, at the hotel, and I got a chance to say hello to friend Chris Bitmead, who runs Bar Methods. That's a once-a-year, three-day educational event. Uh, it's awesome. I did it about three years ago, and I encourage you to look into that for next year, for 2020. It's an amazing educational opportunity. I'll have a link for that in the show notes. Anyway, back to the photography seminar. Anthony gave a great demonstration on how to take amazing photos, and then we paired up into teams of two. I paired with Hazel. We had a photo and video competition. There were lots of props and drinks. We had to submit one photo and one slow-mo video. In the end, my photo won the contest. It was a picture of an Avion Negroni, and you can see the winning photo in the Bartender Journey Instagram feed or in the show notes at bartenderjourney.net. I won some great Avion tequila swag, but also an awesome portable light kit. And hmm, I need to put that to work. Uh, I'm going to work on my fall cocktail menu tomorrow at work. So I think I'll bring my new light kit and uh, see what I can do with it. I recorded a bit with Anthony. He's hilarious, by the way. In fact, he's done stand-up comedy. But uh, we had to cut the interview a little short because he needed to go judge the competition. So he gives us some great tips. But after the interview, I'll share with you my notes that I took during the seminar. But first, if you remember from our last podcast, I mentioned that our team, our Bartender Journey team, has been working on a special project, and I'd have more details for you in September, and here it is September. I'm excited to announce that the special project is our new book. It's called Cocktails Made Simple, Easy and Delicious Recipes for the Home Bartender. It's coming out on October 15th, and I think you'll find the book serves as a great guide to making drinks with an explanation of tools, techniques, and also a lot of classic cocktail recipes. I think it's worthwhile if, uh, worthwhile book if you're starting out in the bartending world. If you're a home bartender looking to entertain family and friends, you'll learn how to build a functional home bar with essential tools and cost-effective tips in order to craft cocktails in your own home. If you're a professional, I think it'll help you out as well, or even uh, maybe you want to have it on hand at the bar and you could even sell it to to your cocktail geek customers. It was a great experience writing this with co-author and our West Coast Bartender Journey associate, Amen Benny. And a quick thanks to Hazel Alvarado for back-of-house duties on this project. We'll have to have Benny back on the show. He was on recently, but uh, now that the book is uh, been announced, we'll have to have him back on and talk about it. This book is available now for pre-order on Amazon, and we'll have the link in our show notes. Meanwhile, we'll be sharing sneak peeks and recipes and more. It would mean a lot to me if you'd go sign up for our email newsletter. We'll have a way to do that in the show notes at bartenderjourney.net. And please follow Bartender Journey on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Bartender Journey on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And on Twitter, I'm Barkeep Tips. Okay, let's talk cocktail photography. You know how to talk into a mic. You just shared that you're a stand-up comedian as well as amazing photographer, food photographer, beverage Thank photographer. You. Yes. And I, it's Anthony... Anthony you, Nader. Nader. Usually Anthony Nader the first. The um, first. So I had a corporate job maybe three or four years ago. And I felt like, you know, my life was going nowhere, so I took up stand-up comedy, which was really the scariest thing I'd ever did in my life and the scariest thing I can imagine doing. So I threw myself in that, and I really, you know, like, I began to learn myself. And I was like, man, like, what do I really want to do in my life? And, um, 
you know, as you can see, I'm kind of chubby and I really like food. <laughs> and once upon a time, I had a cooking show called I Like Cooking for Chicks, which I would cook for chicks out of my house and make nice. videos of it. Wow. Um, and it's That's still a great concept. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, got a lot of dates, man. Cheap dates, too, at that. Like they say in Spanish, ya me puedo casar, which is like, yeah, you can get married already if you know how to cook. Um, but that, that and the love for hospitality people and the lack of knowledge people have of really how hard the job is to do. Everywhere from, you know, the chef that has to open the kitchen, which means prep and like, you know, start the burners, to cooking, to closing the kitchen. You know, some people don't realize that oftentimes that's the same person. Yeah. And they just and order. The, and the bar too. And the bar too, absolutely. <laughs> I, well, was, I, I was at my bar an hour and a half after the last guest left last night. They restocking, there cleaning, you go. and that's rather quick. putting in my, making sure all my charges are correct. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> it, it's it's a plethora of things, um, and so I started photographing people. Not only, I I didn't only photograph food and drinks. I started by photographing the people who make the food and drinks. Oh, that's amazing. In in their element, making the drinks and making the food, step up in kitchens and all that. Actually, one of can my uniforms. See, can we see those photos somewhere? Absolutely, they're on 52 Chefs on Instagram. All right, uh, also, that's, so that's your company? That's my company, 52 Chefs. So the name, the reason for the name is that I would appreciate uh, one chef every week. When I say appreciate, oh, I mean see. go photograph, interview them, write like a 500 word blog post, uh, photograph every step of the process of the food. Right. And so in a year, that would be 52 of them. If I did it once a year, so 52 chefs. And my first uniform for my company is a black chef's coat. Because I went, when I step in the BOH, back of the house, uh, people see a chef come in uh, or someone <laughs> dressed like a chef, so they're not that intimidated. Right, right. Um, and, yeah. now, and now your focus is uh, photography for what, menus and advertising? and Mainly for venues, for venues okay. to, um, you know, increase, really enhance their presentation. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough that most kitchens create a new uh, menu every three, three, times, three times a year or every three months. Uh, same with cocktail menus, so I'm always in business. Um, and that allows me to travel because obviously there's restaurants everywhere. And dude, I'm the luckiest person on earth. And I take it very seriously. Um, food photography is, 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 it's not only if you can take a good picture, but it's also hospitable to my clients. I'm hospitable to GMs and everything if they need me need to talk to me like at 11 p.m. I'm there for them if they need a picture on the fly you know on the fly like you know oh I didn't ring someone's order in I need this on the fly like oh I need this picture on the fly I'm that guy you know so it's it, it comes paired with a very good service and that's why I, I'm very uh, fortunate to to be to be you know where I am and doing this full time and living my dream and good for you, man. yeah and and the girls understand that I'm chubby for a reason baby <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot but to you, love. You shared, you shared some amazing tips with us, uh, photography tips. And I, I've been to other photography for cocktail seminars, and this is by far the best. So. Oh, my God. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, if you could um, just, you know, give us a couple of quick tips. I mean, we had a what, oh, two-hour seminar here, quick which tips. is amazing. Let's do it. Let's, but, uh, let's do it. Let, let's bring out the timer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first tip first tip <laughs> clean your camera both the front and the back one when you're taking a selfie a smudge is also but for sure 
the camera you're using. If you start off with a dirty camera, you're gonna get dirty pictures. So clean it and don't clean I like it with dirty pictures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, a different kind of smudge here. Uh, <laughs> so clean your camera, not with your finger, but with something you know, something sure soft. Yeah, right? exactly. Don't clean it with your finger. Second, uh, when you open your camera app, it opens to the widest setting of the lens. So zoom in just about 30% in, and that way you get. Uh, more more true to content proportions you know you're not warping a bottle you're not warping some food uh, you just zoom in a little bit and back up a little bit that's gonna make all the difference in the world thirdly uh, press your finger on your subject on screen and then you'll notice that a little Sun uh, symbol comes up and that's really uh, your exposure control. So if but it you, also focuses, right? It's always, it, it also yeah. focuses, so like yeah. If, if, if It'll you have, focus a, if you have a drink with a, with a garnish and you want that to be the most, the thing totally most the in subject, focus. Yeah. The subject, yeah. It, it, no, that's, it's okay. That's the word, that's the word. So, um, yeah, yeah you, you just touch on that and you that's, touch that's, on that's it. a big, that's exactly. a big, and that's you, a big you, thing. You drag it up and down. Well, yeah, you... First, it's composition. Second, I mean, you already know what you're going to be focused on, but you're going to decide what else is going to be there. You know, you're going to see if the background's right. If you scoot your subject to the left or to the right, then you touch your subject, and that's going to focus and auto-expose. Now, if you find it to be too dark, you can put your finger on that little sun symbol, at least for the iPhone. Uh, I'm sure Android has uh, the equivalent. You drag it up, and you're going to... You're going to make the image brighter. You drag it down, you're going to make it darker. And sometimes darker images are what you want. Sometimes lighter images are what you want. I know for commercial use, uh, lighter images are exactly what you know commercial use is, uh, is looking for. Um, so you do that. And if you want to lock on the focus and the exposure, you just hold your finger on your subject. And your phone will do like a fighter pilot kind of motion where it'll lock on. Uh, and from there, your focus won't move. Your exposure won't move. Um, so, additional that, so at that tips. point you could you could move your composition a little if you wanted and exactly still be in focus and, and your, your camera thing. won't reset everything right, right. which is a pain in the ass sometimes um, mind your background make sure your surface is clean um, let's say you're shooting a margarita and you got you know you have a lime garnish or some salt you can grab some extra salt in a ramekin or from the bartender and throw it on the table you know like bam like emerald style <laughs> make it like rough or like you know, get a bunch of pebble ice and throw it on the table. I like to push the envelope, you know, uh, and I like action shots. So I would suggest that uh, throwing a bunch of limes, maybe dehydrated limes, or maybe in the photo, mid squeeze of a lime and get that zest. You know, we were talking earlier, I'm a very sexual person when it comes to food and cocktail, and that's how you sell it. Yeah. But not only, I'm not out here trying to sell food, I'm trying to play with emotions, honestly, which is a big reason I'm single still. <laughs> um, but it, food is very emotional. Yeah. People get hangry. Yeah. <laughs> Anger is emotion. Hangry is emotion. The other side of that is, you know, you've you've seen, you know, a piece of melted cheese, and you've felt animalistic about that, like really, yeah, like yeah. you start to salivate from that picture. That's yeah, even if for. you're full. Um, so aim 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 to make people emotional about your photos. Don't just take a picture of a hot dog. Yeah. Make it sexual. That's that's the best way I could put it in a short interview. Make it in a way that what I think is when I when I present my image to someone, I want to imagine in my head that they just had dinner and they're stuffed, but they look at my image and they're like, "Man, 
I wish I was hungry so I can eat this right now or I can't wait till I'm hungry again to eat this. Aim for that. Have that in your, in your head, in your mentality and you're going to take very different pictures than you were before I said that. Think sexual. I love how you, you were like, we, were, we did a, uh, after our seminar, we actually were taking pictures and you were coaching us and you were like, get in there, dude. Like, I was, I was like, well, I want to see the whole glass and the background's kind of cool. You were like, no, get in there. Get in there. You're <laughs> going to sell that. it if you get in there. Get close. Don't, don't be afraid of getting close to things. Um, that's usually what sells it. I remember I photographed for the Dutch that was in Miami. It's no longer in Miami, just New York. But um, there was a pea soup. Uh, with caviar garnish on it and I got super close to the caviar and the shine and the egg the like the, it looked like a black dinosaur egg and it was so like I was so glad I got close to that and I'm like wow I've never wanted caviar the way I want, I want caviar right now <laughs> and the trick is get close baby show some detail yeah. you know we know what a hot dog looks like I, I love hot dogs by the way I just mentioned hot dogs a lot but get close to that bread you want to translate you know that toasted bread that when you hold on to it you break the crust of it you know that you know the feeling that like a perfectly toasted bun on the hot dog you want to you want to translate that Fuck, I want a hot dog now I don't know what are we what are we eating here <laughs> Piñatas. But the, uh, <laughs> I was at a sausage party last night. Uh, you were at a sausage party. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's epic. The movie's epic. Speaking of food, yeah. But uh, yeah, you were talking about with a with a cocktail. You know, maybe dip it in some water or something. Mm -hmm. You know, so you wet get, it. Yeah. Yeah. I wet it. Sweat it. You know. Yeah. Uh, and bartenders and venues love people that are gonna take a good picture of their product, especially a. Uh, uh, a patron, you know. Yeah. Uh, they want you to play with it. I have to. Uh, I have to go judge a competition, yes. a photo competition. I wish uh, you guys luck. Thank you so much, man. And thank it's you so pleasure. much for having me. What? Anthony, this is amazing. You're amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> thank you, my friend. Thank you. Have a good one, and I, I hope you guys win a kit. Yeah. Uh, I hope I win. Yeah. Great talk there. He's an awesome dude. I wish we could have continued, but he had to go judge that competition. But here's some additional tips from the notes I took at seminar. Anthony and I both use iPhones, so some of these things are a little specific to Apple. As Anthony said, be sure to clean that camera lens. It gets dirty. You can clean it with a soft cotton shirt, T-shirt, whatever. Um, zoom in a little. Anthony said about 30%. He demonstrated how taking close-up pictures of objects such as glassware and bottles, um, th there tends to be a fisheye effect w when you don't zoom in. And when you do, it goes away somehow. But I'm not sure of the science there, but zooming in a little bit eliminates that. Setting the exposure and locking the focus. I always knew that it was a good idea to click on the subject of your photo to tell your phone what to focus on. But two things I didn't realize. Number one, once you do that, even if you move the phone around uh, before taking the picture, the subject is still locked in both focus and exposure, which is great. Uh, but also when you do that, next to the yellow box surrounding your subject, there's a tiny icon of the sun. If you slide that up and down, you can change the exposure. Very cool. I had no idea about that. Anthony says, display abundance. You can use props. Use your imagination. Maybe if there's a garnish on the drink, put a whole bunch more of the garnishes surrounding uh, the cocktail on the table or whatever or on the bar. Uh, he likes the idea of tossing a handful of pebble ice around the drink, things like that. Get close. When we started the segment of the seg seminar where we were all taking photos for the competition, he was walking around coaching us, and I'll never forget him coming up to me and saying, get in there, bro. 
I'd always compose my cocktail photos very neatly, displaying the entire glass and garnish, usually shooting from slightly above the glass so the surface is visible. But he's like, get in there, bro. So I got close. And you can't see the whole drink, and that's okay. I put the glass in this planter thing, and the plant is in the drink a little, and uh, art can be a little messy, I guess. Sexy pics. Anthony encourages you to take sexy pictures of your drinks, whatever that means to you. <laughs> uh, focus on garnish or on the little droplets on the outside of the glass or whatever. Something specific in the drink, not the drink as a whole. Bounce light. A white paper menu is one way to do that. Um, bouncing light from another brighter source is, uh, often results in a better effect than shining a bright light directly on your subject. If you're in a dark place and you have no other way to light your drink, maybe you're in a dark bar and you want to take a great picture, use a friend's phone but with a white screen. I'd heard at other seminars, or maybe I read it somewhere, to use the flashlight from a friend's phone for the light when you're in a dark bar or whatever. But that light can be very harsh. A white screen is softer. So you can just go to like Google.com, for instance, brings up a mostly white screen. And uh, of course, you can go on your iPhone, you can go to settings and then display and brightness to control the brightness of the screen. So if you need more light, you can turn it up that way. Pay attention to other photos. What do you like? When you see a picture that you like, think about what you like about it. Some ideas for looking at great cocktail pictures on Instagram are, of course, Anthony Stuff at 52 Chefs and our great friend Natalie at Beautiful Booze. Uh, I'd also encourage you to follow hashtag cocktails with an S. There's a lot of great pictures and tons and tons of posts under that hashtag. Speaking of Instagram, when you're editing your photo in the Instagram app before posting, don't use those prefab fold, uh, filters. Edit the settings individually. When you first get into edit mode in the Instagram app, above your photo, there's a little icon of the sun that it's white on the left and black on the right. This is the Lux setting. I didn't know about this. I don't know enough about photography to explain what Lux is, but it's related to exposure. Anyway, do this first. Then Anthony recommends adjusting the settings in this order. Contrast warmth and sharpness turn each setting all the way up to see what it does and then scale it back from there and lastly he says shoot with emotion you're selling it make people salivate you can take your drink and dip it in water and get those drops going on the outside make it sexy hey stand by for our toast we'll do a toast at the very end of the podcast i hope you learned something from the show today i'd love to see your cocktail photos hopefully using some of the stuff you learned from listening take a great photo and tag me on it at bartender journey and i'd love to see it and uh the other listeners can check it out that way too Hey, I wanted to share one more thing with you. I just read an outstanding article on bourbon.com. It's spelled B-O-U-R-B-O-N-R.com. And it's called What's Malt and Why It's Needed. It's really worth a read. It not only does a great job of explaining the process of producing alcohol, but also some of the differences between scotch and bourbon and also the definition of a single malt. I'll have a link to that on bartenderjourney.net. We'll have to get the author of that article on the show sometime. His name is Mr. Hendrik Brandt out of Copenhagen. Don't forget to go to bartenderjourney.net for the show notes and for more info about our new book that comes out on October 15th, 2019, called Cocktails Made Simple, Easy and Delicious Recipes for the Home Bartender. It'd mean a lot to me if you'd sign up for the email newsletter there and uh, so we can keep you informed about the book. Hey, my name is Brian Vincent Weber. Please feel free to email me for any reason at all. It's brian at bartenderjourney.net. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you're subscribed to the show so that you get the new shows downloaded to your phone automatically for free soon as they become available. What a deal. All right, here's our toast. A full belly, a heavy purse, and a light heart. Cheers. We'll see you next time on the Bartender Journey Podcast.